Hello, beautiful, and welcome to my podcast, Stepping into the Light. This is your host, Julia Treat from juliatreat.com, and I am thrilled and grateful that you are here with me. So thank you for listening and tuning in. If you have not realized it yet, my podcasts have gone from weekly podcasts to daily podcasts, at least five days per week for now. I shifted in this new direction, doing more and more of this work, so we will see how this goes. I appreciate the love and support that you all send to me. So today I wanted to talk about why I am grateful for Lyme disease. This has a bigger meaning than just Lyme disease. I wanted to talk about why things that happen in our life are actually happening for us and not to us. It's our opportunity to learn and to grow and so often to heal what is hurting inside of us. So things show up, but I'm here to tell you, it is more often for our own healing to go deep inside ourselves to see what it is that needs healed. There was a lot that needed healing within me from early days this lifetime, from childhood on to my teen years to early adulthood, all the way to, you know, just last year. So much being uncovered. And, you know, this is last uh, past lifetime stuff as well that is stuck inside of us and running the show. But I wanted to talk about something that I wrote I wrote a blog a couple of years ago. I used to write a blog. But quite honestly, it's so much easier for me to hop on a podcast and talk or hop on a video and make a video than to write things out. Yes, I'm working on my next book, my second book. My first book's already out, Stepping into the Light. If you want to check that out, you can see it on my website, juliatreat.com. There's a link in the upper left-hand corner of my book. Just check it out there. But... It is so much easier for me to just get on and start talking. I don't have to edit anything. As you all know, I don't. I do nothing rehearsed. I even hop on these podcasts and quite honestly think about like a minute before I'm ready to start recording, I'll sit there and say, all right, God, what are we talking about today? And something will come into my head. So today I thought about this um, blog that I had written about why I was grateful for Lyme disease. And I want you to, I'm going to read it to you, actually. I'm going to find my post and read it to you. And I want you to think about it, like really take it in and see how this might resonate with your life. It may not be Lyme disease or even a health thing. It may be a love issue or money issues or whatever. Let's just see if this this resonates with you. So... My blog started out, I had a picture of an onion. I was cutting onions up one evening for dinner. And I cut down the center of a red onion or a purple onion. I think they're called red. Yeah, red onion. And um, I cut down the center and it split apart. And in the very center of the onion, there was a perfect, perfect lotus. This beautiful yellow colored lotus, the outline. And when I saw it, I immediately heard... God say, you're ready. You are ready. And so 
I knew what that meant. It had been a long journey, and I knew God was saying, you are ready to step into your next role. You are ready to step fully into your purpose. You are ready. You've done the healing work. Now, that doesn't, that doesn't mean I don't have something else to do along the, my path. Just saying, that's the message I got at that time. So I posted this. Um, oh, it was April 2017. Okay. Why I am grateful for Lyme disease. Okay, before you start throwing eggs at me, please hear me out. Yes, it is true. I am grateful for being in Lyme hell. At least that's what I used to call it anyway. For those of you who have been diagnosed with Lyme disease, you will definitely understand what I'm talking about. But before I go into why I am grateful for contracting such a debilitating disease, let me give you a little history about my battle. There was a time when I was healthy and fit. I was completely, I was completing my master's program at the University of Kansas in speech language, language pathology, living with my then husband in our dream home, working out with a personal trainer three times per week, and enjoying life every single day. I would never have thought that just a couple of years later, my entire life would be turned upside down. Now, I won't go into all of the details here as I have shared them in my book, Stepping into the Light, the miraculous ways that our loved ones, angels, and guides can let us know they are near. But what I will tell you is that everything that I once had begun, once, everything that I once had began to disappear. In a matter of just a few months, my life had taken an abrupt and disheartening turn. Skipping two years forward, when I was at my weakest point, I found myself on my knees in my front yard begging God for a lifeline. I was sick, alone, broke, in deep debt, and I needed help. God answered me by way of the angels. He sent them to me to teach me how to heal myself. And although it was a long and often very dark journey, I was finally able to find my miracle and eliminate Lyme disease for good. When I had reached my lowest, I had been ill for several, year, several years with some sort of mystery illness. I visited specialist after specialist, even traveling out of my area in search for answers. I'll never forget. The last specialist I saw told me, it's all in your head and you need to go see a psychiatrist. My response was, oh yes, I will definitely need to see one because I'm about to kill the next person who says that. Now I know that's pretty severe, but that's exactly how I felt. I was sick and no one believed me. After that day in my front yard, when I begged God for help, my path to healing began to open up. I was guided to a naturopath, someone who did a particular blood test, a visual one, that might be able to reveal what was wrong with me. I was open to anything at this point, so I booked an appointment pronto. When I showed up to my appointment, I knew I was in the right place. There were angels and crystals everywhere. 
Incense was burning in the background, and I felt such a sense of peace and calm. Lynn Wright, the naturopath I was there to see, greeted me warmly and invited me into her office. She explained the procedure, which entailed just a quick prick of my finger. She placed several drops of blood onto some slides and slid them into place under her microscope. I was mesmerized as I began to see everything working inside of me. Lynn pointed out my red blood cells, white cells, some sugar crystals, by the way, we don't want those, and so much more. As she magnified the screen, she began to point out what looked like tiny little worms floating in my blood. Well, it looks like you might have indications of Lyme disease, she said. But those weren't her exact words. I just, I don't remember her exact words, but they were something along those lines. Lynn doesn't diagnose. She merely points you in the right direction. I was at Lynn's office for a couple of hours, and let me tell you, I learned more about my body than I could ever imagine. Lynn referred me to a Lyme literate doctor in New York who did some follow-up blood tests to try to determine if I did indeed have Lyme. I returned to Pennsylvania and found out, found one of the many walk-in laboratories that they have here. I handed the nurse the doctor's request and I watched as her face shifted from a smile to what appeared to be confusion. The nurse said that she would have to call the doctor's office in New York as she had never heard of some of the tests he wanted done. That floored me. How could she have never heard of these tests? After a quick call to the doctor's office in New York, she returned to run my labs. I heard from the doctor a week later, and I did indeed have Lyme disease. Now let me clear something up here. I had gone in for three Lyme disease tests, and they had all come up negative. Doctors in my area here in Northeast PA were convinced that I did not have it. But over a span of five long and very dark years with that mystery illness, they could not come up with any answers other than, it's all in your head and you need to see a therapist. Now you can check out all of this, the symptoms of Lyme disease by going to the New York Lyme Association online. I don't know the exact address right now, but just, just put in the search New York Lyme Association symptoms. Lyme symptoms. And if you want to take a peek at just how many symptoms you can have. And by the way, you can have just a few or you can have all of them. I had all of them except the symptoms for men and just a handful more. And I think at the time that I had Lyme disease, there were upwards of 60 symptoms. Again, you can have one or you can have all of them. I also had asthma at the time and needed an inhaler various times throughout the day. One of the craziest things was that they found nodules in my lungs, one on each side. Now, I had been a smoker for years when I was younger, and I was worried that I hadn't quit soon enough. I had to go for scans every six months to keep an eye on these nodules in my lungs to make sure that they weren't growing. They never got any larger, 
And the really amazing thing is that they completely disappeared once I had cured myself from Lyme disease. Again, the doctor was baffled. My asthma also disappeared, and I have not used an inhaler in years. I began to see a Lyme literate doctor in New York and was on the, the regimen of, of medication, triple the us usual dosage for any other condition for little, a little over a year. So triple the antibiotics than, that they usually give for something. And I'm going to tell you, it was awful. I was constantly sick because of the strong meds I was taking. Most of the Lyme symptoms would disappear for a bit and then come right back. It was a constant struggle, and my newfound hope was quickly slipping away. After the first year of treatment, I decided to try a natural approach. That seemed to resonate with me more anyway, as I was someone who ate organic foods and tried to stay away from the bad stuff most of the time. I was on natural remedies for the next two years, and although I did find some relief from time to time, my Lyme disease always returned. I think the longest I ever was well was 10 days, and it would just come back. My struggle was real, and I was beyond frustrated. I had always been such a healthy person and had been quite active in previous years. Remember, I was working out with a trainer three times a week before the Lyme hit me. I could no longer work out. I found myself caught up in victimhood. I frequently, frequently called out to my angels and guides for help and even promised one evening that if they could bring me my miracle of complete health or at least show me how I could attain it once again, that I would teach others how to heal too. Well, I found out that when you make a deal like that, God answers. Oh, yes, he does. As my battle with Lyme disease continued, I focused on really taking time to tune into God and the angels. I asked them for guidance and always prayed for a miracle. My angels and guides began to show me everything I was experiencing was of my own doing. They put people in my path that would deliver their loving messages. I remember one time I was watching Oprah and she said something like, you are the problem, you are the solution. I just got chills saying that again. And I'm not sure those were her exact words, but that's what stuck in my head. It pissed me off, to be honest. How could I be the one doing this to myself? I began to learn all that I could about the emotional connection to illness and disease. The more I learned, the more I realized that I was the one keeping myself sick. All of the guilt, shame, and just plain unworthiness had consumed my being. And those were just some of the emotions keeping me sick from this lifetime. When I began my journey into my past lives, the epiphanies and aha moments just kept coming. So much had happened and my soul remembered it all, not from a conscious mindset, mind you, but subconsciously. And that, my friend, is what's keeping you sick, broke, alone, or all of that. You have developed limiting beliefs, and they are running the show. Your past, whether it's this lifetime and possibly others, are, is affecting you now. I truly cannot say it loud enough.
As I began to heal my past wounds, my body began to shift. As I began to feel worthy of love, money, health, and all of the good stuff, it all started to show up. My flow shifted, and I began to attract everything I had always tried so hard to pull in. All of my blocks had disappeared, and I was finally able to glide through life with grace and ease. My struggle had ended, and I had God and my angels and guides to thank for showing me what I needed to do to heal myself. My miracle was right there all along. It was me. God has been nudging me to step into a new role, one of a transformational life coach, and I have been enjoying being that for others for several months now, the past year actually. Coaching others as they transform their lives into the life of their dreams has been just a vision of complete bliss for me. I'll have to be honest, I fought that calling. I fought this calling for about a year. I knew this was my new, one of my new ventures, and I was begging God to take it away. This was not what I was wanting to do at this time. I remember after being free from Lyme symptoms for one year, God tapping me on the shoulder and saying, it's time, you can do it, only for me to respond, okay, just one more year. Well, that was two years ago. I am almost, I'm going on three years with no Lyme symptoms. And my call into being the healing life transformational coach is bringing me so much joy. It's also bringing so much joy to those that I'm mentoring. I've healed myself, and now I get to help others do the same. So keeping with my promises, I am now gliding down that path. I am helping others heal just the way that I did. We do the deep diving work together. Deep diving work from this lifetime and past lifetimes. We're healing our wounds, removing the blocks. We're stepping into love and joy and offering so much forgiveness to ourselves and others. I'm here to help you if you need to heal the past. I'm here to help you create a beautiful life full of abundance in all its forms. And I'm here to help you embrace your miracle. And I meant it when I, what I said earlier in this blog, that I am grateful for Lyme disease. For it gave me no other option but to seek the truth. It forced me to do the work. It helped me heal my soul. Lyme disease helped me find the lotus that had been in there all along, just waiting to be discovered underneath all of those layers of murky waters. And just when I said yes to my new role, God gave me a wink. That beautiful lotus that showed up in that purple onion. I was proclaiming that I was ready while cutting up that onion. 
Tears began to flow as I reached the center and saw what looked to me like that lotus flower. I knew that I was finally ready and it felt so good. I had peeled back the layers and I was finally able to see the light once again. It still gives me chills when I think about it all. I've always known that I was a healer, but I thought my calling was to heal others. Now I know that there is so much more to my calling. I am being asked to help others heal themselves. That is when the true healing occurs, my friend. When we dive into those murky waters of emotional pain, we own it, we heal it, and we release it. That's when the true miracle occurs. And I want to remind you, and please hear me loud and clear, you are the miracle. I hope you enjoyed that. That was from a blog that I wrote last year. I can honestly say that I still live a life free of Lyme disease, and I am grateful every single day that I feel fantastic. If you have any sort of chronic illness that you are hoping to beat, to kick to the curb, to kick its ass, whatever it is, I'm here to help you. I can help you into your dream of feeling healthy and whole and complete. I can help you heal those soul wounds. And perhaps all you need are my podcasts or the meditations that I post occasionally or my YouTube channel, things that I post there. That's all helping you as well. I'm always eager to speak with you if you want to discuss this further. But for now, I'm asking God to shower you with unlimited abundance in all its forms help you release the wounds that you have carried, knowing that it is okay to let it all go. Give it to the angels. Give it to God. Step into your power. And remember to be badass. I love you. God bless.